Welcome to Blind Love Radio. I'm your host, Anna Rosen. Enjoy these heartfelt conversations having to do with creativity, transformation, and the divine. Thank you so much for tuning back in for another episode of Blind Love Radio. I'm your host, Anna Rosen, and today I'm so excited to present this conversation that I had with Cor. They are beautiful and sweet and so kind, and I love all of the self-worship work that they're doing. You can check out their Instagram at Rosewater Spritz with a Z, and then their YouTube channel also. And there's so much great content on there. And really just makes it accessible for everyone and so inclusive, and I love that. Um, I feel like this conversation is so relevant to the Cancer and Capricorn series of eclipses that are going on. We had this conversation right around the Cancer full moon that was in December. And it was really just giving those kind watery vibes that were really um really going into the heart and really into the subconscious about all the programming that we have about why we can't love ourselves which is really all just an illusion right um and it's really about re i think reparenting ourselves to understand our real worth And especially going through my Saturn return, it's in my second house in Capricorn, which is all about self-worth. And um, Capricorn is the father, whereas Cancer would be the mother, and kind of recreating the structures that we had, that we once had, that maybe no longer serve us. And how can we step more into our authenticity of ourselves being ourselves in a way that's kind to ourselves, also with those cancer um cancer moon vibes so kind of softening the father figure um archetype i would say because it's kind of i don't know i've never really thought about capricorn being that way um And a lot of things have come up about that. Um, We'll talk about it in this episode, and I'm really growing through that. I'm really growing into a new relationship with my parents, and I think it's a better one. I think it's, um, I think it's healthy. I'm really, I'm really happy to be doing this work with my family that I think I'm meant to be doing. Um, I know it sounds like, I guess, I don't know, it kind of seems like it might sound like arbitrary, um, where I guess like everybody's doing that, but I mean, that's not true. Everybody's, you know, everybody's different and this is just what I'm going through and just trying to be honest about it. Um, and it feels really good to share it and be seen for what I'm doing, um, just because it makes it less shameful like we have to hide this part of ourselves because other people won't get it but everybody's gone through their own things um and maybe you can't relate specifically 
specifically to this, but I'm sure in some broad sense about loving yourself, um, you know, just how can we, we can all be a little bit kinder to ourselves, I think. Um, And so this Cancer and Capricorn eclipse season with the, we just had the new moon in Capricorn, um, and we had the solar eclipse, and I really started thinking, I remember talking with Jubilee about that polarity between the water of Pisces and the earthliness of the Virgo, the polarity there, and how we talked about the lotus, and I almost started thinking about Capricorn and Cancer in a similar way, but instead bringing that idea in the work that we do in that polarity and then bringing it to the heart. So almost imagining that a lotus is growing out of the heart between that nurturing motherly water and not necessarily a rigid structure that one might think of with Capricorn, but like a delicate flower that blooms just one petal at a time. So I really liked that idea and that kind of came to me and I'm kind of rolling with that. And I'm just trying to think about how I can create more delicate structures, I suppose, that are kinder and not as rigid. Um, And especially thinking about where those, why am I doing that? Like the idea of Capricorn, like what mountain are you going to climb and why? Like where did we get these ideas? Where did these ideas come from? Where did they stem from? Um, especially in regards to self-worship and magic, um, in your own magic, I think. Um, so I'm kind of rambling, but I really hope you like this episode. I love talking with Core. I think they have a beautiful message. I hope you guys check them out and enjoy this episode. I will see you on the other side. Bye. So welcome to the Blind Love Radio, and I am here with Cor, and Cor, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, um, my name is Cor, like you said. I um, I do Rosewater Spritz is my little, um, I don't even know what to really call it, it's just like my... um, I don't know, like what, like my alter ego online? <laughs> yeah, your stage name. <laughs> <laughs> my stage name, yeah, sure. Um, my handle, I don't know. Yeah. I, um, I am a, a big old lesbian. I'm really fat, and I am really political with those identities within myself, um, and that comes out in my work. 
um, inevitably. Um, I am a fat activist, which is where a lot of my self-worship work comes from. Um, and I, while I was in grad school, I, you know, my research was fat politics. So it's like just so much of my stuff is intertwined that I inevitably like, you know, gravitate to that work. Um, and so I offer tarot readings and I offer self-worship work and little self-worship boxes and little self-love letters. And um, I have a YouTube channel that I'm like doing some stuff on and growing and it's a lot of fun. So I'm really just like learning a lot about myself in the process of doing all this work and working with other people is super fun too. I love the human connection that this work brings, you know what I mean? I love that. I love all of the self-worship work that you do. So how did how did you get this confidence that you have? It's so electric. Oh my god. Well, thank you. <laughs> That's lovely to hear. Um, well, obviously, I will say disclaimer first off is that it is um, definitely... Um, what, how do I put it? Like a wave, like a journey, and it's never like a snap of the fingers, so it's definitely like work right even uh-huh. for always a work in progress always constantly um especially with you know the culture we live in and existing as um a queer person a, a, a dyke a lesbian whatever I call myself that day um mm-hmm. as a fat person as well um and it, you know it's like inevitable that you'll hear things um and so it's just constant work really um and I there are a lot of, so I'll say that first of all, but, um, really it began when I was really little. Um, I, I was a loner as a kid. I, um, was raised by a single mom and, you know, she was really busy all the time. And I got into a lot of stuff like, um, dieting and, you know, horribly problematic things because I was, I was always a fat little kid. I was always a fat little girl, you know? And, um, and I'm saying that in an empowering way. I don't ever use the word fat as a negative, just to throw that out there for anyone mm-hmm. listening. Um, um, but yeah, I, I um, have a sister who passed when I was uh, 11 um, in a, a really tragic car accident. But she, she passed when I was 11, and I remember she was so obsessed with, um, oh shit, what is her name? There's an, an actress's name. She was in the 90s, and um, she was in the practice um, on the show, the practice, I can't remember, but she had like a book and she's fat and she's so cool. And that's like the first time that I had ever, you know, I, that's the first time I ever remembering hearing that it was okay to have that type of a body and that it could be celebrated Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. Um, but then, I mean, going into my teenage years, I had very, I struggled very, very much with, um, disordered eating, um, undiagnosed, of course, because I was still fat um, <laughs> while I was, um, you know, not eating. Um, mm-hmm. And I really, I really, I, I really just had to heal myself from all of that. No one was going to do it for me. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And when I reached out to um, in the medical industry or field, you know, they they were just congratulating me while I was, you know, windling away and blah, 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 all that depressing shit. So, um, really the big part of it that really like was a snap for me is seeing Beth Ditto naked on the cover of, um, I can't remember what magazine, but, um, Beth Ditto is a wonderful singer. She's in the gossip and she does solo stuff now. And she's just like one of the most amazing people, um, to look up to in terms of like 
body positivity, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so she was really a huge part in the creation of my own self-worship work, which actually started as a blog when I was an undergrad and then morphed into my grad research and then now has taken this other turn. <laughs> and all along the process, I, you know, people have always come to me with that same question, like, where does the confidence come from? Um, and like, what, like, how can, like, really just like help me? I like feel like I feel so bad right now. Like, I don't love myself um, kind of stuff, you know? And so um, a handful of years ago, when I really started um, like researching different, like tarot readers online, et cetera, et cetera. I just noticed that like nobody really, I didn't feel like anyone really looked like me. Um, I didn't feel like I was, um, I didn't feel like what I wanted was there. So I thought I could create it myself. Um, and, and work with, you know, with what I'd always been doing, because the thing is, is like my wife, one day we were sitting and the reason I'm doing professionally doing these like readings or self-worship work in general is because I did a reading one night for my wife and they were like, you know, you should like do this. Like you've been doing this. You just haven't been getting paid for doing this. You know? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I know I went on a tangent there for a second. But, like, no, I love it. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> that's pretty much why I'm here and in, in the way that I am existing right now in this moment, I guess, to explain that. Um, but really, my, my thought, more more so than anything with seeing, um, you know, the I don't know what even to call it, because it's not just the tarot community, it's not just like a witch community, and it's not just like a spiritual healing community or whatever. Um, just like, whoa, I lost the train of my thought. <laughs> that's, that's okay, we can edit this. <laughs> No, I got it. I got it. Here we go. It's just like so often, and I know that like it's it's inevitable that we will have we in in the society that um, I'm in in the U.S. and that you are in in the U.S. You know, and in many parts of the world, we're conditioned to believe that we're never good enough, that we don't have the answers, that we don't know our own truths, um, and instead we worship. Um, gods, goddesses, um, deities, um, spiritual leaders, um, mentors, and teachers in general, and we seek Google or, or Pinterest or whatever for, like, spell work or for answers to, like, what we could do or tarot spreads and all that stuff, and, like, I was just, like, that doesn't resonate with me. I was, I just felt so disconnected um, when when attempting to learn stuff, if that makes sense, and so I would, I just was, like, not these, it's, it's toxic if you're worshiping and dedicating so much of your own like personal practice to um, gods, goddesses, deities, etc., but not focusing that inward at yourself um, because that's where it begins, truly. And so, if you're not, if you don't have that good foundation, then what's the point in doing the work at all? Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's my thought. Yeah, and so like um, I don't know. I can't even remember what it was for real, but I remember seeing. I could just make up kind of like the kind of scenario and you'll get it. But someone I saw like on one of the tarot hashtags had pulled some cards. They're pretty popular on Instagram, mind you. And um, 
like put in stuff like totally unnecessary stuff about like weight loss and I was just like god this is so stupid like I hate that you know it's like I don't want to read that like what like just because you pulled this certain card like none no cards mean that you need to like change your body yeah totally you know and and just like that just to witness diet culture and patriarchy and white supremacy really just like it's it's inevitable it's inevitably going to be in these communities as well so I'm just trying to spread the you know not the love and light bullshit but like the positivity and believing that you are good enough as you are and you have all the answers that you need kind of stuff you know because once you can get to that place where you're caring for yourself with your full heart and not just like tiptoeing and doing like face masks and calling it self-care um mm-hmm. once you can get to that place then you can really embrace your truths and be like and really use your intuition because if you're if you're not loving on yourself then how is your intuition going to grow you know what I mean yeah totally I mean I feel yeah. like intuition also comes after like your body and your like you need to survive And I feel Mm -hmm. like so much with diet culture is, like, getting you to disappear, like, about, like, not taking up space and, like, not being worthy of being here. I always felt like I had to make myself smaller and less Mm -hmm. than, and it was, like, I was just too much. Like, no matter what I ate, no matter what size I was, I was just always too much. Like, also just, like, the idea of being, like... You're never, you're never not enough. Yeah, and, like, yeah, the, the, and how funny is it that it goes with not being enough, but being Mm -hmm. too much, Mm -hmm. at, like, it's, like, this paradox, and you're just, like, trying to do everything, and you end up so miserable, and it's, like, your spirit is crushed, yes, and it's all just bullshit, and it's, like, (laughs) yes, it's totally made up. It's just there for us to buy stupid shit and like uh, hate ourselves so that we'll work all the time at things we don't like and not actually work on ourselves, you it's, know, yeah. and not actually live mm-hmm. our lives the way like, you know, we were meant to. Yeah. It's and it's like really hard here to do mm-hmm. bullshit jobs, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really hard when it's like enwrapped in your relationships also like somebody is withholding love from you if you don't do x y and z and line up to be their type of um success whatever that is oh Um, god i i i luckily have not ever experienced that and i am so sorry to anyone who has that is horrible yeah stressful man i mean i feel like this is Yeah, I feel like this is the first year in my life where I'm like, you know what? Like, I can't, I have to take care of myself first. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I totally realized it with, I kept getting the Two of Swords. And I was like, Mm -hmm. what does this mean? And I think it's really, it was the people-pleasing card for me. Like... Oh, for sure. And then just, like, really when I had, like, this big breakthrough moment and I really stated my needs and it was so uncomfortable because it's, like, being assertive and standing in your truth, like, you knock some people over doing that just because, like, they don't have the stability in themselves. But it's Mm -hmm. not your job to keep them up. 
It's like, yeah. if you're going to lay down so somebody else can feel tall, it's like, that's not a real relationship. That's like, that's abuse. Exactly. And like, and, not, and that's exactly what that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, so I feel like I've finally been able to be like, no, this is who I am. And it was so yeah. scary to be able to do that. But, and it wasn't easy, and I'd say for, like, a couple months it wasn't easy, and it was uncomfortable, but eventually, like, the air is so much cleaner, and, like, I feel so much better, and I'm not, like, beating up my body, and, like, doing all these, like, compulsive things that I thought I had to do to fit society's standard, Uh and I, I was just dying. I was literally dying. And it, it was literally, so, yeah. literally, you're like literally, not feeding like, your no, body. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and then how that seeps into your communication as well. Like you just said, you know, like I didn't want to like step on anyone's toes, right? You're like, you're, it's all about boundaries and assertiveness, right? Yeah. But in the process of wanting to melt your physical body away, it diminishes just everything about you, not just like the size you are but the size of your voice and everything yeah it's just Uh yeah it's so toxic yeah and it keeps you in like a mental prison also so you're never expanding it's like you're never allowed to like let yourself feel joy or just feel like I'm happy with where I am right now I'm not Mm -hmm. reaching to do anything because that I mean, if I wanted to do something, that's different than feeling like I have to be different than I am right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But exactly, yeah, exactly. And I love what you said about um, I love myself enough to trust myself, and like, oh, yeah, which I feel like is such a thing with self love. And can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um... I just feel like, I mean, it goes back to intuition, really. I I was, I mean, for real, chilling on my couch, and I was like, I'm going to make some things to post, and hopefully, you know, they will resonate with people, and they will want to share them and feel good about sharing these things, you know? Um, and so I was sitting there, and it really goes back to the intuition. Like I said, it's just like, like to to love yourself is to trust yourself, and, and to trust yourself is to love yourself, and you can't, I don't think you can do one without doing the other if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and 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 just living your truth and being like you know I'm I can rise above the the conditioning that I've that's been placed on me perhaps from like capitalism from white supremacy patriarchy you know telling you to focus on these other things that have nothing to do with your passions these things that you know make you want to that that want you to be as small as possible um, and in so many different ways, your voice, your body, um, your just your truth. Um, and to subvert that is like the most powerful thing I've done in my life, I would say. Yeah. Um, because like I hear people, you know, I hear like what you said before, like a partner saying like, you need to lose this many pounds or you need to look like this, your hair needs to look like this, or I won't be with you or something like that, like that abuse. It's just like, I hear those things and I know that they happen, but it's just so far out of my reality now because I, because I've just really set clear boundaries with it. Um, over the course of, Oh my God, a decade probably that I've been doing this work. Um, 
And so if, you know, it's just like you, you, your gut knows what you need. Your intuition will always tell you, you know, but you have to love yourself to listen to it. And Uh so that's where that came from. (laughs) So where do you feel like, do you, how much do you feel like your intuition has grown since you started accepting yourself? Or do you feel like there's like a, do you feel like it grew or do you think it was just like letting yourself like build that trust? I don't know. Do you see what I'm asking? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel what you're asking. Um, I feel like, that's a big question. No, yeah, no. Like I, like with it being, um, like I said, I've been doing like this work, this research and in, in, in this um, healing in some form for over a decade, right? Um, and at the point where I got that snap, snap moment, um, I was like in an active, like obsessively exercising. I was in like an active place of just not eating um, and torturing my body, et cetera, et cetera. And additionally thinking that I wasn't good enough to have relationships. Um, additionally feeling like I wasn't even like sexy you know those kinds of things mm-hmm. thinking I wasn't good enough thinking I wasn't um smart in, in addition because um there's just so many different ways that the like poison can seep you know mm-hmm. um and but to, that's not to say that it's like that it doesn't still happen you know it doesn't happen on that level that it used to for me mm-hmm. um but my intuition definitely, especially with like, um, just diet culture stuff, um, but with self-worship stuff too, and not talking down on yourself all the time, you know, that's something that I'm constantly working through. It's never like totally finished. Um, and I think my intuition can come in a lot with that, with just sitting with myself, um, and really being like, okay, like a lot with my inner child, because she's very still very much damaged um, mm-hmm. <laughs> from from childhood and so I'll sit with her you know and I'll just you know breathe and sometimes we sing little songs in my head you know just like, or in my heart really and I just listen I try to like reach out for her and listen to her um with if I'm struggling personally um but in terms of my intuition and growing it I I definitely feel like this and this sucks but this past year has been um one of intense um intense tower work (laughs) intense Mm -hmm. um for everyone right um but for for me personally with my Mm -hmm. story it's it's just been a lot of uh traumatic events this year this 2018 um which has forced me into looking at my childhood forced me into looking into my own healing and how I move through things like what is causing intense, um, agoraphobia, what is causing this intense anxiety and working through that. And when you can work through that, truly work through it, <laughs> like yeah. not just like ignore it or not say, Oh, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, then it builds your intuition. It just keeps it. I don't know, like a, a, a a ladder that just like keeps extending or like a Swiffer, one of the Swiffer yeah, dusters totally. that just keeps going. <laughs> yes. And it always keeps going because yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's so much shit to go through. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just endless. It's yeah. totally endless. Yeah, all of mine stems from, like, parental daddy issues. So what I was talking mm-hmm. about before was, like, with my dad. And it's not that he ever was, like, you need to be like this for me to love you, but he was a teacher and my mom was a teacher and I hated school. So I basically like almost didn't graduate high school and I barely did, but it like wasn't, it just wasn't what these college professors wanted for their daughter. Of course. And so I feel like ever since then, I've been trying to win approval with, you know, the way I eat and really working out and all these things that like I I felt like I could manage like I can't give this to you but I can give you this part of myself Uh instead of instead of like just trying to like let myself be it's like again Mm -hmm. just like you know accepting myself and once I was able to be like I'm gonna stop doing this shit like it doesn't matter you're not accepting me anyway and mm-hmm. I feel like... It would never please them anyway, you know? Yeah, it's and it's awesome. not making me happy. It's not making them happy. Like, why am I even doing this? And our relationship has gotten so much better since then. It's like when you're actually able to, like, open up and be like, hey, this shit is happening. Because I was totally one of those people who wanted to always avoid conflict also, which uh-huh. I feel like a way of... I feel like almost like dieting is a passive form of like avoiding conflict. Like it's like I'm not gonna like tell you what's wrong, so I'm gonna like inflict harm on myself because yes. I'm just and so yes. upset. Yes, and um, there's a lot of control that goes with that too, like uh-huh. self control, like proving to yourself that you're like a good person because you didn't eat or something. It's terrible. It's yeah, horrible. there's so many. like weird and I'm totally like just noticing this and I'm like how am I 29 years old (laughs) and I'm like just figuring this out but I mean whatever you're doing so good you're doing so good oh you're so so sweet like so many people don't figure it out you know like my grandma like mom um she you know has been on Weight Watchers her whole life (laughs) yeah and like you know, I'll probably always will be, um, you know, and so sometimes people don't figure it out. And then, you know, you're so focused on this, on like all of that damaging stuff and all of, you're going inward for like a really bad, for a really bad reason, rather than going inward for like yearning for your truth. You're going inward to like try and suck yourself dry. Yeah. Uh But you don't focus on on what you're learning you don't focus on your creations you don't focus on love and all of those yummy things in life it's just so it's just to keep you like starved like, starved for it in the closet or something uh-huh. yeah. yeah yeah but like um so yeah I so that's where a lot of my self-worship work stems from is from my body size and being a a, a, a super 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 big person um and, but that's not to say that the self-worship work is only for really, really, really big people. I think that I want really, really big people to have access to it, but I think that so many people can benefit from it just because of the, the culture that, you know, yeah, that we're totally. in. Um, and especially, uh, like with non-men, um, 
and it's just like you're just never good enough and so like we we never think that we're good enough non-men never think that we're worthy enough non-men never believe our truths we have to seek validation you know look I don't do this anymore, but seek validation from men a lot of the time, um, you know, et cetera, kind of stuff. And it's like, no, like we, we are the bomb. Like we are the shit. Like we know, we, you know, and like, I think that that's like the biggest message that I want to get out. is just that like, exactly as you are in this moment, even if you're fucking like, I don't even know if I can say that word. Yeah. You can (laughs) say whatever you want. Okay. Even if you're fucking like, crying in the bathtub with like four bath bombs and cold bath water or something <laughs> like you're perfect like you're you know uh-huh. like no one like I it's just so sad you know that we all like in so many different ways so many so many intersecting ways want to change things about ourselves um and think that these other people are more worthy than us and that they have all the answers and that you know they you know, hold all of the wisdom and that we are just empty and that we have to fill ourselves up with their stuff. But like, the thing is, is we can fill our own shit, you know? Yeah. And that's like my, that's my biggest reason for like offering any of the self-worship material or offerings that I do, you know, is like, God, I just like, it's like almost cleaning your eyeballs off like, Uh (laughs) and cleaning your ears out. Yeah, it's yes. like a deep, let's do a deep cleaning, detoxifying, um, clarifying mask on our eyeballs. <laughs> I especially love it because it's like when you've been, it's so hard to come back from all of those like negative thoughts. Like they're like patterned in there. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like you're like, okay, I'm going to love myself. And then it's just like, boom, you're there. Right. And fireworks and little hearts yeah. all the time. Uh-huh. Like heart like, emojis like, everywhere. Yeah. And you're, <laughs> you're just like in the mirror like, oh my God, you're so great. Like, you're so awesome. You look awesome. Yeah, it's definitely not like that. And that's what makes it so important. Yeah, you know, it's like so much better it. to like yes. ask yeah. for help. And I was so grateful to be able to ask somebody for help and be like, hey, can you make this for me? Like, I really want to do this, but I haven't looked at myself like this in a really long time. And like, I, you know, it's okay to ask for help too. To be like, hey, yes. like, tell me some compliments about me. And then maybe, uh-huh. and then, like, then I'll start complimenting myself, too. Like, I have uh-huh. such a hard time taking a compliment. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's, that, like, that's big empress work, which. Um, yes. Yeah. I, my, my soul card is the empress card and hanged man. So that's the year we're going into, which will be interesting. But, oh, wow. You're yeah, just having uh, a big clearing yeah. for a big expansion. <laughs> we shall see what it brings. <laughs> Tell me about your relationship with the empress. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I will say, um, for the first so-and-so, I don't know, maybe a year or two of, like, uh, of actually working with the tarot before I ever, you know, started my public offerings or anything. I always pictured the Empress just, like, you know, I, I felt like, okay, I'm the Empress is what, where my thought went. I'm like, okay, I'm the Empress, so that means that she does everything anyone wants her to, that she's, like, just a people pleaser, you know, and all that stuff. Um but that's just the furthest from the truth. And when I realized like what she actually symbolized, um, 
I was blown away. Like I took um, Lindsay Mack's Terror for the Wild Soul class um, this past fall and holy crap. Yes, love Lindsay uh, Mack. I took the class with you. Holy crap. Holy moly. Yeah, totally blew (laughs) the doors wide open. Yeah, yeah. And just like looking at the Empress in that way, it makes so much more sense for me. And so um, I'm really connected with the Empress in in the way that um, I, in the way that it's like a constant thing I have to work at. And I like, it makes total sense that it's my soul, that like the Empress is my soul card in that way, because I'm just like constantly doing things for other people and not thinking about my own needs, like so many of us. Um, and so she just con- like is constantly there to check in on me and be like, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? And then like, I, I, my son's son is Libra. And so oh, the compliments thing that you said before, like always girl, like I'm always like, tell me pretty. <laughs> Cause sometimes you need to hear it. Unfortunately, uh-huh. it sucks. But sometimes you can do that for yourself. But a good compliment goes a long way. For real, especially yeah, especially like my my Venus sign is in Leo, and like I'm just like all about like compliments, which is so lovely. I think because I give that off to people as well, and I try to you know reciprocate. So yeah, and I think there's something so beautiful about people who can take a compliment. Like, I just love that. And not be like, oh my god. Yeah, I struggle with that. I'm like, what? I mean, I secretly want it, but I feel like I have to be like, oh no, I'm humble. Yeah, well, and you'll seem like, what, conceited? Or yeah. Like, uh, like, whatever, a bitch, if you're like, oh yeah, I know I look good yeah like, you know, uh, like that's a problem like that's not a problem and that's yeah that's big empress work right there the other day I was laughing me and my husband were laughing because I was like feeling really good and I was like I'm all into this like loving myself and I'm like mm-hmm. you know my favorite thing about myself is I'm so creative and he's like and humble too <laughs> I was like oh god <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going I with am it. humble because I I'm am. just being the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so so I got one of your self-worship boxes, and I absolutely love it. I love it. I think it's so beautiful. I, I got the Ace of Cups you pulled for me, and then you also oh. pulled the... Nine of Pentacles and the Ten of Pentacles. The Ten of Pentacles, yes, I remember now. Uh, so I feel really like so much synchronicity, like so much Earth energy going on. Um, I love the little spell jar you gave me. I'm so glad. Ah, uh, I love that it has wax over it. It's sealed with wax and it has all these different like beautiful herbs. And what did you put in there? I just love it. It smells so good. Oh my God. Oh, yay. Well, it's every one of them's different. It just goes by like what I'm feeling. But usually my staples are some rose petals. Uh-huh. I love it. Clearly I like it. Clearly I like roses. Some <laughs> um, those petals, I think there's there might be some rosemary in yours, um, honey for sure, raw honey, um, to sweeten up the deal, and 
and your lovely little petition is in there. Um, and some crystals are in there as well. You know, um, sometimes I'll put, I, I can't remember if I put pressure pepper in yours. Sometimes I'll put pressure pepper if it needs to, you know, if I'm like, okay, they need a little bit extra, you know. A um, spice. Yeah, and I started waxing the top, obviously, because most people most people do. But um, my first spell jars I um, ever made um, for, like, public offerings for whatever, I wasn't clear that you don't open them. And so... Um, so <laughs> yeah, I'm glad like, you waxed it, or else I would have just, yeah. like, popped the top just off. It <laughs> it's just normal to do that, right? So I had one person message me and was like, hey, I put it in my bath. Like, it was such a great experience. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> She really soaked it in. <laughs> yeah, really, really, really soaked it in. Yeah, I that. love that. So I've been, like, pulling a card every morning and kind of, like, placing it right on it and then just asking, like, how can I find some magic in myself today, Ooh, which I love. With a jar? Yeah. So I feel like oh, it's just, like, beautiful. infusing the card with it. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it they they tend to be really powerful. Um I mean not to brag, but I make a pretty I make a pretty mean spell jar. I love it. <laughs> One um I was uh, I like I said I've had some traumatic experiences this year my my wife and I both have and um and you can just laugh about it you know I'm just to that place where it's uh-huh. just like okay cool. Um but I was making um a spell jar for myself for like my depression or whatever and I was um charging it you know and um the way that I charge them is with a candle like a candlelight um and so I had on top of it and I was just I was actually this is actually a really cool story but it's terrifying so don't ever do this okay anyone anyone so I had this tea light on top of the spell jar so like on the cork um on yeah on, on top of the cork or whatever and I had you know I dressed it I put a little too many oils on there to anoint it and everything and then I went in to meditate and I was feeling like just I was doing I think like a, a, a new moon kind of a meditation where I was sending intentions and I was just really into like my manifesting moment okay and my meditation and I had my eyes closed and I was totally getting it. And then I like, right as I was finished, like this meditation, it's on insight timer, which is the best app ever. Um, the meditation, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, you know, go through, what do you want? Like, what, what are your intentions? And I listed them all out and I heard this huge crash <laughs> and I, I got out of bed. I, you know, put my glasses on, I ran out and my wife had, <laughs> had was standing in the kitchen with the spell jar, but it was like smoking <laughs> the, the candle, the tea light had caught on fire. Ah. It, was, it caught on fire and was like, it, they had my wife, they had to like throw it in the, in the sink um, where there were of course three dishes because why wouldn't there be? And it, like, <laughs> it was like black soot all over the place. And like, I had like a bag of bread or something like white bread on top, uh, like right close to it and like had melted it. It was like a, fucking fiasco and um so that's like a cool thing with making these and charging them and you know creating just the magic uh, you know like I was putting all of trying to put all of that energy into that um, <laughs> that little jar. bottle and, and <laughs> damn like it it really like I still have the spell jar the top of it is like charred or whatever 
but like it, it really is powerful. You can feel like in, in the sense of you pulling a card with it every day, you can really feel its power a lot of the time, which I totally. think is it's palpable. It's can, fun. Yeah. yeah it's you really can feel cool. it. I love it's it. Really cool. I put a lot of energy into them. So I'm glad that you enjoy it. Yes. So if you were to have dinner with somebody, anybody dead or alive, who would it be? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Who would it be? Um, Oh my God, there are so many. Or you could you could pick like a group, I guess. Okay, okay. Who I would want at my dinner table? I would probably need Kate Bush to be there. Okay. Because she is um, just a brilliant, brilliant artist and um, just so weird. Like, I would just be so curious to hear what she had to say about anything, really. Um, Do you ever listen to Kate Bush? I have listened to her. I don't listen to her a lot, but I know who you're talking about. Oh, my God. I'm like, (laughs) so I I would definitely need her to be there. Um, Who else would... um, Right now, I'm just going to say in this moment, I would also, no, no, I'm going to leave it at Kate Bush. That's good enough. No one will trump Kate Bush. Yeah, do a one-on-one date. Yeah, no one beats Kate Bush, so it's it's me and Kate. Okay, love that. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are some synchronicities that have been happening to you lately? Ooh, um... Some really cool things recently. I've been having um, quite a few animal visitors. Um, Ooh. Uh, yeah. Um, one, in terms of your question, I, um, you know, I, I read something. I was talking to, um, I can't remember who I was talking to. Veronica, maybe. Um, one, one of my friends, Veronica, they're on Instagram too. Um, the Urban Herbit which I think I can't totally remember their handle, <laughs> but um, we're talking about having dreams and having like animals show up in dreams for like to give you messages. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had never experienced that. Um, and just the other night I, you know, I was going to bed and I was like, I hope, you know, I hope that something comes to me. And then, <laughs> yeah. then, a, then a little lion cub actually showed up and it was in my backyard and the tree in the backyard almost like it was going to pounce on me. And it had like a full name. But it was a baby. I don't know. So there's that. So there's some animal stuff with that. There are some, I don't know if you saw the vultures I posted the other day. Um, we have uh, uh, the vultures, I guess, on their migration maybe come through here. And they're tur- turkey vultures. They're huge. Um, they were like, oh, my God. I felt like 50 of them. Probably not that many. But wow. potentially. Yeah. Potentially that many. Um, wow. Those are big. They're huge. They're huge. They're huge. They're like half of like our bodies. Yeah. They're huge. Wow. You know, they're just like that's like something out of a movie. Yeah, it was it was freaky, and and honestly, that that day was just like you know trauma. It was shit that day was, and I was like, okay, of course the vultures are here to like take that and clean it and make it approachable. Um, kind of thing i also recently like fed some deer apples and uh, over the summer um they were out in my driveway and i just took apples out there and i felt like total snow white vibes and i was oh, like oh i love that 
<laughs> so cool. So like animals popped into my mind really when you asked me that question. So I'm just going to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of animal stuff. I, there are a lot of snakes on our property. So I have to like not hex them away, but kind of, you know, just be like, get away. Like you're not, we don't want you here. Just yeah. don't show yourself, you know, because snakes are scary. <laughs> <laughs> just stuff like that, really. I like to, I've been, a page of cups feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know you're a Cancer Moon. Is that right? I am. Yes. Yeah. Cancer Moon. Yeah. I love Cancer Moons. Um, yes. Do you have crazy dreams because you're a Cancer Moon? I don't. Not really. I mean, I often don't remember them. You don't. I do, it's a snippet. But how do you feel like it shows up for you? I guess. How do I win? How do you feel like it shows up for you? Oh, my God. My, just like my complete emotional state. (laughs) Okay. Just like my my emotional foundation, I would say. Um, And also, I think my moon shows up a lot for me in the and. I'm a Capricorn rising, so of course I'm saying this right now, but I feel like my moon shows up for me a lot in the way I present myself. Uh-huh. Um, but I guess the Capricorn comes in there too. I don't I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're like a good mix of all of them. Like you're grounded, yet like airy in a great relationship way, like making connections, but you're so intuitive also. Yeah, I the my Cancer moon for sure helps me in this work um it's definitely like my ally in my intuition and diving and figuring out you know the my empathic self like and when I realized that that like my cancer man is most likely the reason that anyone's ever just walked in front of me and told me their whole life story (laughs) (laughs) and been like okay cool thanks bye yeah (laughs) oh god I got that off my chest (laughs) right right and I'm like oh okay you know um that that, that's one way also that it shows up but but also like I'm I'm like too much of a Libra sometimes where I just can't make a decision and I go back and forth and I just want to like please everyone and Uh then I also just want to like feel really pretty you know Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) so Uh that's like a lot of the self-worship work is I guess being told I was ugly you know being told I was um too much and too ugly and no one would ever want me no man would ever want me and I'm like as a little kid I'm like god I you know now I look back and I'm like I don't ever want no man like no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm glad like uh-huh. okay you know so, uh-huh. and so yeah I don't know so what would your biggest advice to be to anybody else that is maybe struggling with loving themselves? What would you say to them? Or what's maybe something they can do for themselves to show themselves more love or any advice you, you'd have? Mm. Um, first thing is, well, okay. Yeah, first thing is try your best to cut out um, I'm not even going to say try your best, do it, cut out like any, like advertising. Um, if that means you have to pay a little extra for Hulu, or if that means you mute it, like do what you need to do. But mm-hmm. the messages that we receive in our media are just so intensely damaging. And if you're trying to do this work and you keep seeing those things, it's not going to work. And so if you, you, you cut that shit out, if you have friends or family members 
um, or partners, lovers, whatever, that consistently talk down about their own body or about yours um, or, um, you know, do a lot of diet talk, you got to just seclude yourself from that. It sucks. It's really hard, but it sucks more for you to hear those messages, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so that's a big one. Additionally, you know, and this is related to that, is just realizing that you were not put on this earth. You do not exist on this earth to please people. That you don't exist on this earth to look a certain way. You know, that exactly how you were made and how you are is is perfect, you know, and just coming to that realization, which is really difficult, but can be aided by the next thing that I'm going to say, which is something that's really difficult and like kind of a problematic, um, I wouldn't say problematic, but it can be at like a hard, you know, kind of a motto to live by and it sucks, but like fake it till you make it was something that I had to say a lot in the beginning of my journey. Um, I had to, I, like I said, I had a blog and I talked all about, um, fat politics. So I was in my undergrad and I was in a women's gender sexuality studies program and, um, no one was fucking talking about like the way that I was discriminated against They were talking about intersectionality and how everyone has different identity markers and everything, but no one was talking about fatness. Um, and if they did, it was about like, about like disability rights, um, which has its own necessary, you know, part in the work. Um, and so when this is to say that when I was doing my blog and talking about this work, you know, I really had to fake it till you make it. I had to be like, look how fucking cute I am. Like, look how smart I am. Look how meaningful the thoughts that I have are. Like, look at the relationships I have. Like, I am a whole person. In in addition to being a, a fat person, and in addition to being what I didn't know then, but know now, a non-binary person, and in addition to being a a lesbian, almost full-fledged separatist style, <laughs> um, um, and just like just super queer. You know, I had to believe that I had the right. And so that you have to believe that you have the right and faking it kind of works sometimes. It's not gonna get you there completely, but it can help help you, if that makes sense. Yeah, it plants the seed. Yeah, yeah plant those little seeds. Yeah, be like, I am the shit, even yeah. if you don't feel like it. Totally. Um, and not not in like a law of attraction kind of a way, not in that, but, but yeah. And then finally, just be with your body. Um, we have been so disconnected from our bodies by trying to change them. We don't even truly know what they look like. Um, Mm -hmm. sometimes we don't truly know what they feel like. And so like taking lush showers, um, just being lavish with yourself and experiencing pleasure with your own body and not needing someone else there with you, you know, um, it's just self-pleasuring, you know, stuff. And, and, and it did not just like masturbating or anything, like masturbating or anything, but like actually like touching, like rubbing lotion into your hard parts, you know, the places that hurt when you mm-hmm. look at them. Um, just express 
saying love for those places, you know, like one, one area that I had such a hard, hard time with are my legs. I have really, 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 really like, um, thick, thick legs, just big, you know, I just have always have big legs. And so something I used to have to do was say, you know, I'm so gracious to have these legs. I'm so glad that they can help me walk you know, for the, you know, like they're, they're, they're so much more than just the way that they look, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the way that they look is perfect mm-hmm. and, and experiencing some sort of ritual like that can be really helpful for anyone too. starting. I starting love that. Stuff. Yeah. That's, that's one of the big things I used to do was lotion myself up. <laughs> yeah. It almost reminds me of those, um, the Ayurveda, what are those called? Have you heard of that? Where they rub what the sesame oil on themselves? No, no, I don't know. Um, and I, I'm gonna butcher it. Um, I can't think of it, but it's like a ritual in Ayurveda, and it's like rubbing sesame oil all over your skin. Oh, yeah. In an act of love, is and that it, what the purpose is? Or? Um, I think to also, I think it's self-love and it's like really good for your skin and really good for your body and move mm-hmm. toxins out of your body. And then they'll use different yeah. oils depending on what imbalance there is energetically. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I'll so it'll be, up. yeah, like sesame that's oil cool. and, um, olive oil and all sorts of oils. Olive oil is my fave. Yeah. Also, avocado oil is. Ooh, I love avocado oil. One of my favorites is coconut oil with my hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just doing a big coconut oil treatment, and then you smell really good, and Mm -hmm. I love that. You just feel better. You feel good. Yeah, Yeah. totally. And water's so cleansing, too, when you do, like, a big bath ritual or something. Totally, totally. And unfortunately, my apartment doesn't have a bath, and I, like... Oh my god, I miss baths so much, but like I, I ritually take showers and in in a in an act of self worship, but also in a an act of cleansing away some energies, you know, that you don't wanna deal with anymore. Yeah. Do you feel like you're really sensitive to energies where you like soak it up or are you pretty good about just like having good boundaries about that? Both, I guess. Um I I soak it up but uh, a decent amount if, if something's no not even if something's really intense it just depends on where I am and how energized I feel in general I think if I'm feeling not so hot I will soak it up a lot and not be able to put up those boundaries um, but most often I can put up you know boundaries like especially with like tarot readings for instance um, like I would I was thinking earlier, I was like, okay, I know we're going to talk about the box, but I can't remember what cards I even pulled. And then <laughs> when you started saying them, you know, yeah. just don't, like I, I cleanse that much that like, not, not in a way that like I'm disconnected, obviously, you know, I'm not disconnected from the offering that I have uh-huh. um, because there's a lot of love in my offerings, but afterwards I can really just like, I can really clear it out. It's, it's something that I don't know. It I, makes I take a shower every night. That's a big thing. part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, what else? Are you? Do you have any New Year's Eve plans, or what are what are you and your wife gonna do? I don't know. Um, I don't know. We don't like. 
we're both sober, so we don't go mm-hmm. out and party or anything like that. And we're really, really in a, in a hermit mode right now. Um, yeah, we usually just, just like, watch TV <laughs> and make a good dinner and hang out. Yeah, like, I'm just here for that. I'm here for, like, lovely food and maybe some funny YouTube videos and maybe watch yeah. a ball drop. Maybe not. Maybe like some <laughs> bugs, you know, chilling on the couch. You know. Do you that, ever do the year ahead uh, spreads? Um, for myself, no. Um, I, well, I guess in, in, a, in a different kind of a way. And um, less of a, like, uh, this month is this, this month, this, this, you know what I mean? More, mm-hmm. um, I kind of do it all as I go, I guess, and kind of, like, what do I need to clean up? Like a lot of appointments lately, um, a lot of the sessions I've been doing are like, okay, what do I need to clean up in 2018 so that mm-hmm. I can go on into 2019? And what what's like, what's some big stuff that's going to be coming up for 2019? But other than that, I don't like to dive too deep, honestly, um, because you just never know what's going to fucking happen. And additionally, I'm like too ADD for that. Like I can't, I'll be like, what? Like, three of swords for April or I'm like too depressed where I'll be like, what's that mean? Oh my God. You know? so, yeah. <laughs> what the hell's going to happen now? Yeah. So, yeah. so I don't, I don't go too far, but I do, you know, pull, pull some sometimes. Cool. Are you going to do any like rituals or anything like that? Oh, I, so I actually do have something that I'm in the works with. It, it's very, very, like a very like uh it's taking me so long to figure it out because it's so like meaningful and important for me um where I I I grew up about an hour and a half probably from where I live right now um I I live in Cincinnati and um I grew up out in a place called uh Felicity which was uh in the country it was there's no stoplights it was like um one building for kindergarten to 12th grade it was like a very very small town and um so I've been going through a lot of childhood stuff that um this year and you know picking through it and I want to do something related to that in addition to like combining it somehow with um this uh, releasing spell that I actually started of course during my Saturn return last year uh-huh. <laughs> now that I'm looking back on it I, I shaved my head and made like I have this huge identity um connection with my hair um being um femme being a femme a femme lesbian I like so often had to change my hair because people didn't see me um and so it was the first time that I'd ever grown my hair out it was like down to my nipples you know and it was like lovely and luscious but I used to dye it black and I like just felt like it needed to go like it just uh-huh. wasn't for me and so I just Britney Spears did like for real and like went a little little um a manic and so I still have that hair so um I'm trying to plan on something like going out and leaving the hair somewhere you know something <laughs> something real real strange <laughs> I love that is this yeah, your natural hair color now? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, the, the, the color it is right now is not. Oh, I love your hair color. How could you ever dye it? I know. I had I had colored it since I was a little kid. Oh, know, like, my God. And my dad's hair, he has, he also died when I was a child. Um, his hair was bright, like, 
carrot top, carrot orange, like so bright. And so I got a little bit of it, but not all of it, you know? So I'm excited to see it now because I feel like more of my truth came out when in that experience, you know? Yeah, I love that. I had a manic moment when I was a teenager and cut all of my hair off. So I totally relate. (laughs) So intense. Yeah. 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 And yeah. So I still do every new moon. Lately, it's been not every new moon, but I try to keep it around the new moon where I trim a little bit of my bang and mm-hmm. leave it for mama too, you know, on my altar and just, I just keep, keep it going. And I just have like, honestly, like too much fucking hair. I have so much of my hair. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I don't want to throw it away, you know, it's me. And, but I, I know that I have to before 2019 or soon after definitely release it because it's just chilling here. And I think it's, it's time to go. So I want to just let go of it. Yeah. yeah. I want to say bye-bye. See ya. So what See. was your Saturn return about? I, I'm st- I think I'm still trying to figure that out, honestly. Yeah. I, like, was I... Was it I'm, in Capricorn? Sagittarius is my mm. Saturn. Fiery. Yeah. And so Intense. I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm not, like, so up on astrology, so I don't totally know everything. Uh-huh. But I do know that the... So my Saturn return was last, so February 2017 to November 2017. And um, I, and a few months before it started, I had quit a job that I was like, you know, fucking torturing myself working at 60 to 80 hours a week at because I managed a stupid salon and like Mm -hmm. it was stupid. So I like quit there and like totally, honestly, like just a total different person. So I like can't even pinpoint (laughs) what the hell it was all about, you know what I mean? But I guess that's what Saturn's here for. Oh my god, I feel like the shaving the head totally makes more sense too after working in a salon. I feel like you always want to shave your head. Like, <laughs> like I'm a hairstylist. <laughs> like, after you work, I just couldn't do salons. Like, the cattiness of everything was just so toxic. Oh, it's, it's, it's very toxic. Talk about, like, a, a diet culture. It oh, man. Toxic. Especially, yeah. like, I do wedding hair, and it's, like, just the, sometimes the superficiality of things. And I'm, like, you're, you know, you're here for a commitment. Like, let's put things in perspective. Uh-huh. Like, this is not, uh-huh. you know, like, let's take the bigger picture here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a when it's a big judgment card vibes come up, you know. Mm-hmm. When, and when you're like, come on, like, because because truly, in some of those moments, you know, you do your ego comes out. And you're like, I'm so much better than this person. Like, I'm so glad I don't think like that, you know. But it's like, what what is the what where is the growth? Like where where like there are so many different levels of growth. There are so many you know learning and. I don't know. It's just like And I still love doing like I still love Sorry, I'm like totally speaking over you. Do it. No, do it, please. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like like I still love doing hair and I love that feeling of making people feel good. But Mm -hmm. I think there's like a difference between making someone feel like more like themselves and then making somebody try and be somebody else. There's like, you know, there's just Mm -hmm. such a difference and it's a totally different tone. And I love making the people like 
feel more authentic and more beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. And I just don't want to change, like, who people are, though. Like, I totally understand yeah. when somebody's like, I don't feel like myself. It's like, mm -hmm. I, you know, like, I'm trying to make you feel like a little bit, like, a brighter version of yourself, not a different version of yourself. Absolutely. Well, and that's the thing, like, I never did hair. I worked at the, I, like, managed the front desk and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but um, that that's, like, the thing that um, with the beauty industry, I guess, in general, and, and we, with all of us in general, with body policing, um, it, it's just, like, there are so many different definitions of beauty beautiful you know and like it's a feeling it's also an appearance to some people and it's also like this it's also this and like how we can like if people could support someone's version of beautiful you know like I, I want this and you know doing it without judgment you know yes I love that and just like giving somebody those empress vibes where you're like holding space for what they think is beautiful and not, yeah. like, saying, this is what I think, and you have to do it that way. Totally. To absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, there's room for everyone, and we need everyone. Like, if mm -hmm. we had, like, 50 carbon copies of whoever, like, that's not interesting. Or, you know. Right. Right, and we're told that as kids, but, like, we don't truly believe it. Right? Yeah, like, we, it's like... We're, in... we're told that, but we're not told, we're not taught that. Yes, we're given different messages. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to, like, reprogram all of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, and, like, we've been saying this whole time, it's, like, it's definitely not overnight, and you have to, like, it's really a practice, and that's why I like to, you know, call it self-worship work. Like, it's, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. work. It's, like, and that's why it's worship. Like, that's why it's not care. It's worship, because... You know, you have time and the energy and ability to worship this tarot deck, this oracle deck, this this teacher, this um, this celebrity. You have time to worship money. You have time to worship all of these things, but yourself. And that's that's honestly why, like, I yeah, it has to be like so intentional and so sometimes forced and like but you can't like not do it. <laughs> yeah. But in in every aspect of your life, like it can't just be like okay for an hour tonight I'm going to self-worship right now but then mm -hmm. work the next day or something in a relationship or whatever you're not still living that you know it, it's not gonna it's not gonna necessarily help it will I guess eventually um if you keep going with it but mm -hmm. you know it's work so what is the biggest gift that you've been given by doing this work I would, I would say the connection with people, it's, I, I get so much pleasure from that, um, getting to know people, becoming friends with all these people all over the world, including you, you know, like just being like, if I had never opened up myself and opened up offerings to other people, I wouldn't have so many connections that I could do right now. And I think that that's just like the most beautiful thing to be able to talk like this and have like conversations and hear people's experiences and um and also just to be able to hold space like like empress vibes you know yeah hold space for people if you know they're going if they're going through it like there are a lot of things that come out during sessions there's a lot of stuff that 
you know, like a, a card, like, you know, you say a sentence and the person like just loses it, you know, like in holding space for that is really um, something that I really value in this work. Ah, I love that. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's so it's just, I don't have another word for it other than that. <laughs> beautiful. It's wonderful. Ah, uh, do you have anything else that you want to say? Oh, again, that we didn't cover. One other thing. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, before we, before we scooch, um, I, I know I briefly talked about my YouTube channel, um, before, but I, I do want to plug it a little bit. Yeah, Um, totally. Um, Plug everything. Tell everyone where they can find you on your website, what offerings you have. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I'll just go into it then. And so I have a YouTube channel um, that I started this past summer and it's slowly growing. Um, well, actually quickly the last week, which is fun. Um, but I do, um, pretty random, not random, but two very different things on my channel right now, um, that I do, I do pick a card reading. So if like someone was curious about the way that I read, the tarot or interact with divination in general, like I would highly suggest and ask that you go check out any of my pick a card readings. Um, and, and I just put out one, you know, I put, I put out a few a week. So I definitely would say that, um, if you're into ASMR at all, anyone, um, I, that's a new thing that I, that has really helped me to heal and calm myself through this past year. And, um, so I actually started doing ASMR videos, um, and, they, I do like ASMR energy healing videos and I really like, I'm not Reiki certified or anything and I'm not claiming to be, um, uh-huh. but there is, um, a lot of power and energy work and I don't believe that you have to be, um, certified or have any certain paper to be able to do some of it. And so, oh, those are some other videos. So I've got some tarot and I've got some ASMR, um, and they'll probably overlap as well. I'm also doing some, um, ritual stuff on there. Um, like, uh, I've got a releasing ritual on there. So it's like a one-on-one, it's kind of asmr it's kind of role play but it's also kind of witch. It's definitely witchy. And so I've got some stuff like that on my YouTube channel. And I'd love if everyone would peep and subscribe and everything. Um, and what's also, the, yeah. what's your name on there? Oh yeah. Rosewater spreads. <laughs> <laughs> Durr. Um, yeah. <laughs> Rosewater spreads on YouTube. Also, <laughs> Rosewater spreads on Instagram, um, where I post pr- pretty often. I, I'm on there a lot, and um, and I also have a website. I just bought a domain uh, about a month ago, and it's rosewaterspreads.com. And if you go there and click on, um, it's it's a blog, but it's also um, if you click on the top, there's off an offerings button where you can schedule and book and I'll do all that fun stuff and see all my offerings which um, include tarot readings so I offer one card pools I offer you know your basic tarot session either emailed videoed or live Um, and I offer a self-worship work which is tarot uh, tarot reading as well but also um, it's uh, also includes like ritual work, homework, you know, the, just the next steps that I think are really important, depending on the reading for that person to go through. Um, so I've got those. And then, like I said, I've got the letters in the boxes. And I'm so glad you enjoyed yours. Um, that. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, it's it's just like it's it's so fun to make those, and I'm I'm just really glad I got to send one to you. I love about your offerings, just like the way that you talk. Like I love when people call me sweetheart, and oh like. <laughs> Like, there's something just about somebody being like, hey, hon, or like, oh, sweetie. Like, oh, it just, oh, yeah. like, warms oh, my yeah. heart, and we need more of that. I try and do that when I can, when I'm brave enough to be like, hi, sweetie. <laughs> and it's, it's like you try to, like, not be demeaning with it, you know, but I think if it, if it comes from, like, a Yeah, if it comes from, like, a, not a condescending place, it totally comes across as, Absolutely. like, loving and sweet and warm, and oh, I just good. think it's so yeah. beautiful. I'm so glad to hear that. You know, my little, I, I said I was raised out in the country. That's what I said. I like. love that. I think yeah, that's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I just... I, I, you know, it's, it's more personal. I, I, I think everyone's a sweetie. Oh, you know? I love that. You it's are great. a sweetie. You're a sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Oh my God. Thank you for asking me. I'm so excited to hear all of these episodes. Yes. Well, everybody go check out Core. They are yeah. amazing. Be my friend. Yes. Uh, and thank you so much for coming on. And that's all I've got. Cool. That was amazing. <laughs> I had a blast. Thanks so much again for asking me. I uh, really, really am like so excited. Oh, I'm so grateful. Have I'm a so great rest you. of your night. Oh, you too. Enjoy your weekend. And, and happy holidays. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Enjoy your full moon tomorrow. Ooh, you too. Full moon in cancer. I know. You know, I'm going to be weeping. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> anyway. oh, I love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I hope you have a lovely time then. Yes, you too. It was so fun chatting with you. So fun. Let's do it again. Yes, you can come on anytime you want. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode with Core. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it gave you some ideas to love on yourself a little bit more, be a little kinder to yourself. Um I hope you enjoyed. Show Core some love on Instagram, Rosewater Spritz. And you can find me on Instagram at Blind Love Tarot. If you have a moment and you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with a friend, rate and review it. That really helps the podcast be seen. Um, and I would really appreciate it. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you so much again for listening. Bye!